What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Chatisfaction time, and this is the Keith Richards edition. Oh, yeah, that's Keith. I'm Richards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were playing Destiny the other day, and I realized that in the almost ten years that I've known you, or maybe it is ten years this year. Oh, oh shit. Um. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That, that we've never put together the connection that. Uh, as a unit, as a tag team, if you will, him, Keith and I could be Keith Richards. It's true. And uh, Aaron Jake seemed a little sad that he never thought of that either. So, Or yeah, indifferent. He, I can never tell with him. He's usually the one that comes up with that shit. Yep. Maybe he he's should. He's the pun master. <laughs> now the, the student has become the master. <laughs> That's not true. Um, so yeah, Keith Richards edition. What's up, yeah. man? How you doing? I do well. I'm doing well. What you been if up you to? You heard the last episode that we recorded. I have jock itch. Yes, and it's I not heard about that. fun. So, jock itch update: Is the cream working? Yeah, it works. It's. I'm still like, still bothersome because mm-hmm. I have to. You know, like you take a shower and you, you it washes away and you have to reapply, but it's getting better. So, are you? Did you change up your underwear game? To like keep it cooler or drier, like get some Under Armour underwears or something. I have some um, like breathable. It's made out of like wicking material underwear. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know how it happened because I've been doing this job for a long time, and it has to be the job mm-hmm. because I don't exercise or anything. Maybe your body's just. Like getting older and less tolerant to things. Have you thought about that? You know, probably. Like as I mean, you get am... as you get older, your hangovers get like a little bit worse. You know, maybe mm-hmm. your jock itch tolerance goes down. Exactly. I think my tolerance for everything's going down. My tolerance for life is going down. I'm dying <laughs> slowly, day by day. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the jock itch is getting better, but it's still annoying. I hate it. Did you ever get it? Because you were doing tree work for a while. Yeah, I mean, it'd get a little gross. Uh, I I don't know. Like, there was one time where it was it, it, like, uh, you could there's like a like a powder like spray that you could like sp- spray down there, and that felt mm-hmm. nice and cool. But I never knew if I got like actually had jock itch. I just grabbed this stuff because um, it's just like an antifungal or something. Because it was gross. Like my, my job was disgusting, and I was out in the heat. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe I did have yeah. it. I don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're putting the spray on, that is supposed to, like, prevent it. Or at least, like, mm-hmm. do something. So yeah. Maybe you had it and never knew it. There were times. It was, already, it was like, already taken care of. I think it also depended on, like, on the, on the underwear I was wearing at the, at the time. Which, you know, yeah. I've gone through phases where I went to boxer briefs and then went back to boxers. You know, I found just let it all hang out as much as possible. Not like outside of my pants, but, um, you know, although boxer briefs feel good, I feel like when you're being very physical, you know, the more room I have to kind of exist in, the better I feel. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's all that's really been going on. Other than that, I've just been playing video games and drawing. Drawing, yes. I'm so happy that you're, you're sketching a lot. Yeah. Bully for you. I got to say, man, that Morgan picture that you sent me, Morgan from Walking Dead, I was mm-hmm. beyond impressed. 
I sent it to yeah. Aubrey, and I was like, yo, he getting good. That's my dude, Morgan. He's my favorite character. Yep. He's... I started watching season seven on Netflix. Which is starts with spoilers, three, two, one. Uh, the... Fucking Negan smacks the shit out of uh, Abraham's dome with that baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just Abraham. Yeah, but that fucking Chinaman, too. Chinaman? He's Korean. Chinaman. He's Korean, I believe. Sorry, he is Korean. Yeah. That's so insensitive of me. It's, it's tough. Like, I don't know, man. That show. I Like, you and I know what it's like to be there in the beginning. And I think mm-hmm. that the millions and millions of people who watch this show, like, I, I hate to say it, they weren't there. They weren't there on Halloween when it premiered. Like, yeah. we, dude. That was like, just think there was a time when The Walking Dead was ours. And yeah. there aren't too many things like that I'm like this about. And I think because Walking Dead got so popular and also the quality dipped so many times, mm-hmm. they're about the whole thing. Um, but uh, what do you think of, I hear it's better, I do find it's better when you can binge it. I see. I like to do that because I don't think the show is. I think the show is capable of the highest highs and the lowest lows on television. So I think the show perpetually has a pacing problem. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's produced some of the most harrowing TV next to Game of Thrones, like where you don't know what's going to happen and the things that happen are genuinely shocking mm-hmm. um, and heartbreaking. Like loved loved characters die on that show. Yeah. Just like in Game of Thrones, so um, I think the way that they handled the whole Negan thing was a misstep, mm-hmm. and I, I that's why I'm so glad I didn't watch it, you know, episode to episode as it aired. Um, but so I've watched the first two episodes of season seven, um, and I don't really care about how it started because I knew. I mean, I knew going in, I was like, okay, like the, they were spending an entire episode for something that took a page or two in the comics to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do stretch it a little thin sometimes. And it just is like, yeah, there's, it felt a little more like torture porn than mm-hmm. something actually dramatic where, I mean, it's just too long of him just smashing the heads in, you know? Yeah. Um, do I think it's like to the show's detriment? No. I mean, it's a really nitpicky thing to talk about, but yeah, it just kind of it dragged out. But now the second episode in the kingdom, mm-hmm. great, like really fun. Yeah, uh, good world building, and, and you know my dude Morgan. So yeah, Morgan's the best. Yeah, he is, and like I've rooted for him because I loved his moment, and then in the in the pilot, mm-hmm. um, and when he came back, I was so excited. But then he was crazy, and I was like, ah. And then he came. Yeah. That like I I think. And it's strange, but I think my favorite episode of like the last few few years of Walking Dead was essentially Morgan's like origin of how he came to be like a Zen bow staff master. Yep, um, that's my favorite episode of the show. 100%. I, I think I think it is, and it was just it was almost like a one shot. Like it was. Yep. And it was it was a, over an hour, wasn't it? Like it wasn't just a normal length. I think it was a longer episode, if I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Um, 
And that's what I mean. Like the show is capable, but even that was like that episode came at a weird spot. Like there were three episodes of season that that season six is uh premiere that was like exciting shit was happening mm-hmm. and then they cut to do this morgan episode and when i first was watching it i was like fuck this and i shut i shut it off after like two minutes and i was like why does the show do this and then i came back to it like the day later and i watched the episode and i was like fuck this episode was so good it yeah. was so misplaced though why does it have to play take place here of all places but, yeah uh, you know they, they make the decisions they make and I think in the end, they still get their ratings and whatever. I think it's cool that they take chances with a show that's so popular. I think I would rather that than them play it safe and run it the way I think other normal mm-hmm. shows would be run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's season seven so far. I've only watched episodes, so this, it's fine. Yeah, the season that you're watching does have some pretty fucking awful decisions. Like, mm-hmm. are you? do you read the comics? Like, are you... like? Have you read what happens this season or their version of yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm way past it. In the so, so I don't know if there are the weird like trash people in the comics. No, they're new for the show, dude. They are like the worst. Like, have you watched a decent amount of Star Trek, whether it's the original series or the Next Generation? Um, I mean a little bit. I wouldn't say a decent. So, amount. I say Next Generation is probably did one of the best jobs of like it would every episode bring you to a new place. Like every single episode you were somewhere different for the most part. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it would be like something would happen on the ship, but when they would go to a planet, you get sometimes it's like, okay, well we got to make these, these aliens or these people or whoever the whoever populated the planet, like they would make these decisions where they have to make them different Yeah, because you don't want to repeat it. And it feels like they made just a terrible Star Trek decision yeah. with how dumb these people are and how dumb they speak. It's it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so have fun with that. Oh, I will. Yeah, when I get there, I'll let you know, certainly. But oh. so far, so far, it's, it's you know, fine. Um, I've been slowly watching The Leftovers with Aubrey. We've only seen like three or four episodes, but... We're getting there, oh, and I'm so jealous. Wish I could watch it for the first dude, time again. She's like the only person I know who read the book, and she didn't love the book. So like, her yeah. desire to watch the show wasn't very high. And then yeah. she's like, the show has like way more. It's way richer in its character development. I mean, yeah. it's a different medium, but um, yeah, I'm I'm happy, and I don't want to force it. Uh, but I want her to cut, get kind of get there on her own, so we can get to season two, and I can watch season yeah. two all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <sighs> I still I, I do think I think you said season two is your favorite. I think season three is superior to season two. I would need to rewatch season three and yeah. two, which I'm gonna do. So I might yeah. I might totally change because man, I think three was I think so good. <laughs> season three is firing off on all cylinders on a storytelling level that I think two wasn't capable of doing because it had to get to a place storytelling wise. Yeah. But... You know, with the shorter, I think it was a shorter season, right? Uh, yes, three was was two episodes shorter. Yeah, so they made really good use of that time. Because um, and... I think season one and two had ten episodes each, and then two that, at eight. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, you are correct. But uh, finally got to level up a little bit in Destiny, as you know. That's good news. Yeah. I've been. Yeah. 
like the game launched on Wednesday, and then I had something going on like the night it launched. I think I couldn't even play, or maybe I could play like a level or two, and then mm-hmm. I was busy. And then Aubrey's like one of her best friends got married in New Hampshire, so I had to go away all day Friday, Saturday, and we came back like Sunday evening. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a really fun wedding. It was a blast, and I had a great time. But like that whole time I'm gone, I'm not playing Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I, you know, I, I hate missing out, and especially in a game where like leveling is key. It was bothering mm-hmm. me, but the story is really good. So like I didn't want to rush through it. Um. So I'm happy I'm making some progress finally. My goal was to yeah. get like some shards ready so if zero shows up this weekend i might be able to buy something cool from him uh Mm -hmm. but so far i I haven't had a single legendary so we'll see we'll see how that goes (laughs) yeah i think you're gonna start getting them because you're like level 15 or so oh yeah i think i just get them pretty soon i think i just hit 16 or 17 so um i'll have zero time to play tomorrow uh Friday, I might be able to squeeze a couple hours, maybe a couple Saturday, um, and definitely nothing on Sunday. So, so, you know, I'll get there when I get there. I just don't want to miss another Gallahorn. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right. Well, let's get to our meat of the show. This Mm. is going to be, speaking of video games. Speaking of video games. A Uncharted Lost Legacy review episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was originally planned as DLC, and then I think it got so big that they've made it basically a standalone game. So you don't need to own the game to play. You don't need to own Uncharted 4 to play Lost Legacy. You can just buy it on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is definitely a full-blown Uncharted game. I'd say it's about as long as the first game. Yeah, probably. I, I never replayed the first one uh, from the collection, so I probably... Mm-hmm since I originally got my platinum, haven't touched it. So it's been a long time for me. Um, yeah. But I would say it's, uh, it's close. If it's not there, it's very close. Yeah. And yeah, it's a meaty game for sure. You know, do you want to do like a kind of uh, spoiler free zone? And then, yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's just do spoiler free impressions and then we'll go full spoilers. Sure. Um, so spoiler free. What did you think of the game overall? I thought it was good. Um, yeah. I I mean, I, I got a good deal on the deluxe, on the digital deluxe version of Uncharted, so I technically didn't pay any, anything for this. It was just mm-hmm. pretty much free for me. So it was yeah. well worth my money. If I had to say, is it worth a $40 price tag to someone? I don't know. That would have to do with how much you love Uncharted, because um, I'm pretty sure that's what it costs as a standalone experience. It's like forty bucks. I'll say before you move on that I think it is. Okay, cool. I paid the forty bucks for it, and like I said, it's the size of the first game with okay. the production value of the fourth game. Mm-hmm. So plus it comes with the multiplayer. Well bucks. Yeah, it comes with the multiplayer. Yeah. So I think forty bucks is. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could have charged sixty bucks, and I would have been fine paying that. Really? For this game. Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, it's a full game, so. Yeah. I, I really don't what what features are missing from that that you know mm-hmm. three two or three did like any of the other games have so yeah. so j- just really quickly uncharted lost legacy is 
kind of the first main Uncharted game that doesn't, well, I wouldn't say it's a main game. It's not like part of the series. It's this almost little offshoot, but yeah. it, you're, you don't play as Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake isn't even in the story. Um, mm-hmm. It's about Chloe and Nadine. And Chloe was introduced in Uncharted 2, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And Nadine was introduced in Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. And this was a pretty big deal to have like a dual female lead in, in like an action adventure game. Yep. Um, which we know Naughty Dog isn't, that's not a big deal to them. Like they're just like, yeah. okay, that's fine. But I feel like video game culture is primarily male driven characters. So it was nice to see a change there. And Na- yeah. Naughty Dog has a really fun way of writing people to where they just seem real. Like no one mm-hmm. seems two dimensional. So you take these characters that, you know, Chloe, we know a little bit better than Nadine. Um, but to get to you know play as them and hear their their dialogue and their back and forth, you know, and go on their little treasure hunting adventure, um, it was a refreshing change of pace, I guess I would say. Yeah, yeah, and not only are they women, but they're both minorities, and Chloe especially is like an Australian person of Indian descent, so they it's. Naughty Dog has the right way of doing something politically charged like this, where they just don't talk about it. They just do it. Mm -hmm. And they just do it in the same way that they would do it. If it was Nate, it's just characters. It's, it's these individuals and they make these individuals as strong as possible to where, you know, like you, I kind of forget that they're minorities, you know, like they're just, it's just Chloe and Nadine to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's not an Indian woman and a black girl in a, in a game, you know, it's, they're just, they are characters. Well, because I love Chloe to begin with, like going into it. She's one of my, she is one of my favorite Uncharted characters. Um, so it was easy for me to connect in that way. But yeah, I think any, I think anyone that like would shit on the fact that it's a woman lead is just kicking shit for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot of time left for people with that, you know opinion or that 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 prism of seeing the world i feel like it's it's quickly going away so yeah hopefully it won't be an issue down the road but we get it now which is pretty great and mm. and they seem badass too when you're playing as them it's so much yeah. fun like she hits you know it's the same combat as uncharted they don't make mm. any differences because she's a woman um yeah same game you know uh it's there's a little bit of if you played uncharted 4 you know they added an open world kind of area to it i guess Mm -hmm. um and they did that again uh for this game um there's still some linear kind of levels or levels where you know you can approach it from a few different angles um but that was nice you know to have a kind of uh to take what they did in uncharted 4 and bring it into this game so if you played 4 you're gonna feel you know like a lot of those big leap forwards leaps forward that they made um I feel like they didn't necessarily take as many of those leaps in this. They just kind of used them in a different way. Uh, and it felt pretty good to me, at least. Yeah, like I said before, I think this game doesn't do anything new for the franchise. It feels more like a greatest hits album. Yeah. Like the greatest moments that the franchise has had. And they just gave them like a, a new spin, but nothing nothing actually new is introduced in this yeah. game. So, um so yeah, I mean, I, I I guess it's worth forty bucks. Then it, you know, the uncharted uh, the multiplayer has been um, 
they've added tons of levels and game modes. They have like a survival mode. So there's there's definitely, you know, replayability and I would say, you know, the values there. And plus mm-hmm. like these days when you you know, did you buy yours digitally? Sure did. Yeah. So like there's always an incentive. Um I'm sure there was this like you know, I think there was like a Jack and Daxter thing you got if you pre-ordered it digitally. Um mm-hmm. you know, if you buy brand new games from Best Buy, you get, you know, they have programs where you can get 20% off. So you're never really paying 40 just for the game. You're always getting something else. So it's it's worth it. I would say if you're on the fence, you should probably go for it if you want. If you yeah. like Uncharted, you should like this because it's just more Uncharted. Just different sure, people. Yeah. The one thing I think that this one has over 4 is the pacing is way better. 4's only detriment... Uh, is that the pacing of the game yeah. when it comes to story and gameplay mix is a little off and it starts to ramp up towards the end of the game but mm-hmm. definitely like the first couple hours there's not a lot of action in the game there's a lot of exploration and storytelling stuff yeah. happening which is cool but like when you're playing an uncharted game it's it's more like it there should be the balance there between like yeah. doing action and, and storytelling stuff should be a little tighter so i liked playing lost legacy uh and I would probably be more inclined to play it again because of that. Because mm-hmm. I think it's it does it strikes a better balance than four. I think four tells a more mature uh, story, whereas Lost Legacy is just a very it's an action romp. It's more yeah. like the tone of the first two or th- two games. The third and the fourth game have more to say, but uh, yeah, but it's it's yeah. almost like the Lost Legacy just does a better job of telling its story, but four had a better story to tell. Um, sure, yeah. So, you know, it's trade off, but like when you're invested in Nate, after all these years, it's like, I knew the pacing was off and there were some times where it didn't sit with me, but mm-hmm. I never like stopped enjoying playing the game. Um, yeah. You know, I'd loved four. So, and I'd never went back and played it on a second playthrough. So that's definitely on the list of things to do. Same here. So anyway, I think that's a good spoiler-free section for Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah, uh, good balance, great length of the game. I, th- I, I like these shorter games, yeah. to be honest. like I, I like that it's like 8 hours, maybe 12, depending on how good you are, how much mm-hmm. you fail. I played on hard on my first playthrough, so I I'd had to replay a bunch. Um, the checkpoint system is really... Uh, it's really lenient. It's almost like too easy. Like I would, I would die a bunch in fights and checkpoint in the middle of like yep what I was doing, um, which is like it's cool I guess if you're like first time in the series and uh-huh. don't really get what's going on. But like for me, I was like ah, oh, it's kind of like handholdy a little bit. But, but yeah, I think it's a great game and I think people should pick it up. But I wonder, uh, and I can't speak to four because I never played it on crushing, but. Yeah. Uh, when you played The Last of Us, which was also made by Naughty Dog, when you played that on harder difficulties, you had much fewer checkpoints. Um, yeah. I don't know if this game might be structured that way on Crushing, where you only yeah, get we'll checkpoints see. when a firefight is like completely done. So yeah, if you yeah, we'll see, are you going to play through on Crushing or no? Probably. Um, I'd be more inclined to do that than four. Sure, because four is longer. That's that's a yeah. Well, let me know if it, I'm curious because I, th- I thought that that was a nice way. You know, Last of Us had it was a lot more grounded. No pun intended, because they put out a mm. grounded difficulty. Um, but by making it harder, uh, 
you know, you can just take away a couple of checkpoints here and there, and it really does make a difference because you're way more cautious. Yeah. So. All right. Spoiler-free time is over. Go play the game if you're on the fence. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a great game. Yep. Great, great add to Sony's catalog, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, spoiler zone now. Three, two, one, spoilers. Spoilers. Sam. Sam, I know. I know. That was actually spoiled for me. Was it? I saw a that screenshot. Sucks. Someone posted a screenshot uh, somewhere on Twitter of at the very end of the game of the three of them sitting there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Sam's in the game, which I wouldn't have seen coming. But we know how much I love Troy Baker, so I was very happy to have him in the game. Yeah, he was in it for quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was happy to see at least Sam come back into it. I I was worried it would just be Chloe and Nadine, and it, it would have not, almost nothing to do with the, the events of 4, or even the Drake brothers at all, but I was, yeah. I was super glad. I thought it was appropriate that it was Sam that came in. Um, I, I'm glad that Nate's not in it at all. You know, I thought they did uh, a really good job of, you know, we talk about the story kind of being like, eh, whatever. I thought, um, well, not whatever, but not as good as four. I, I, one of the things I didn't expect was the transition of Nadine's character, like her her dealing with, um, uh, wow, what the hell is her, the company of mercenaries? Shoreline. Shoreline. Dealing mm-hmm. with like her departure from them and what they are and what she's done. Um, like throughout the course of the game, kind of slowly becoming one of the good guys. Uh, yeah, I thought was was pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how that came about because well, what I like is that they revisited that character because I think Laura Bailey does such a good job of that accent and just physically being that character. And that character was awesome in four, but she was underused for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I'm glad that she got her spotlight and that Chloe got to do something cause she wasn't in four at all. Yeah. Um, so the, like they make their pairing make sense. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a good adventure. I mean, I like, I like their little dialogue when you're in the open world part, which first of all, let me say I, the open world part, I don't really care for. I yeah. like uncharted when it's more linear. Mm-hmm. That, that is the uncharted experience to me. Sure. Um, the open world part dragged for me. Yeah. And like, it's cool. Like the, on a technical level, what they're doing is great. Like, I can't believe that they're able to achieve what they are. are what they do over there. At Naughty dog is ridiculous. Um, but for me, the pure uncharted experience is more of a linear drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of the open world, did you find all of the medallions? Sure did. So what, I didn't really do a lot of treasure hunting in Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. And one thing that this... So I don't know if this was in 4 or if a version of this was in 4. But this game, when you were in the open world area, they kind of marked on the map this one area that if you went to, they'd be like, oh, here's this thing. I can find this medallion. There's a map of the area that we're in. Let me mark it. And if you went to each of those marked spots, you could get a medallion by solving like a little mini puzzle. Yeah. And if you got all of them, you got a bracelet. And I got the bracelet and I was like, ah, whatever, that's fine. But then I realized that when you're wearing it, it makes a noise and lights up when you're near another treasure, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, as, as someone who likes to get stuff along the way, it allowed me to kind of just get the hint that there was something nearby, but I didn't have to use a guide. I didn't have to use my phone. 
I could just sort of just get the audio cue from my controller that, hey, maybe there's something around. Open your eyes. See, see what's there. And they yeah. never added these things during really intense story moments or during like emotional scenes. It was only like kind of just getting from A to B. Oh, there's a treasure. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I liked it too. And it was, you could turn it off yeah. as well. So anyone that's like, oh, it makes it too easy. It's like, well, you could turn it off and uh-huh. do your treasure, hunt, treasure hunting on your own like you used to. Yeah. Um, but I liked it because I like to get it, that stuff along the way too. And to be honest, like some of that stuff is hidden in those other games to like to an absurd extent. Whereas like I always used a guide and I, I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, you know, I'm too. not going to play through this whole game multiple times and miss this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's cool. I My think uncharted options is always good. Well, sorry. Like the way the way that I play with treasures is like I get what I can on the first playthrough, and then when I play through mm-hmm. on crushing, I get the treasures that I missed because when it's the same save file, it knows which ones you got and which ones you didn't. Um, yeah. So I feel like the bracelet was great because if I used the same model. Um, and played through this game on crushing, I would have way less to do on my crushing playthrough, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be too distracted on that crushing playthrough. Hell no. It's crushing. Nah, nah, girl. So graphics, graphics good. Yeah. I mean, they're just using the same engine from four, I think, which was beautiful. Yeah. It's good enough. They don't need to redo that again. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like I said, it, it plays like a greatest hits album. Um, I didn't really need it to do anything new. Like, I liked that it felt comfortable. You know, it, you get your, like, one of the best moments in the series is, like, the train part from 2. So there's, like, a train part in this one. And you, they do some more shit with, like, dragging through the mud and those yep. car chases. From 4. Um, that, yeah, so it hits all of the like roller coaster highs of the other games, mm-hmm. which I I didn't know if it would, but it, it definitely did. And then it has like the big puzzle spectacle moments, like the big statue where you had to move all the Shiva arms and stuff. Yep. Um, and the environments are all there. It's all incredibly well detailed, and like all the artifacts that you find are well detailed, and they put just as much work into this game as they put in the other games, mm-hmm. which is which is unusual for DLC, especially standalone DLC. Uh, um, well, it's, so yeah, it's kind of like you know I keep bringing up Last of Us, but um, you know the Left Behind DLC felt very much like a chapter of the game that just was misplaced somewhere. It wasn't as substantial. It wasn't as long as this game is. Um, I think it was only like two hours long or something. Yeah, but it felt like it was part of it, and the quality felt just as good as the thing before it. Whereas I think a lot of story-based DLC add-ons feel like it was done by some other little studio, and it feels like there's some content that you know just isn't really worthy of the other game. Um, Yeah. So it was very nice to see how big and like solid this game was. But yeah. I had a a problem during the train sequence. What happened? I did something, and I don't know if it was because... I I don't know what triggered it, but the frame rate dropped to an appallingly low level. 
and it hmm. was like that for almost five minutes. And yeah, and I, it, you know, I it, most likely I'm the only person this will happen to because you know, it, Naughty Dog's games are very polished. You rarely yeah. find bugs or problems in them. And the frame rate dropped on the train sequence, which sucks because it was a big action moment and it was so choppy. Um, so after five minutes, I just like, I'm just going to kill myself and see if it fixes it. And I did. I respawned and it was fine. So yeah. if if that happens to you while you're playing, just quickly kill yourself and it'll be gone when you get back. But that was like a, a very odd, rare bug in a game. That Naughty yeah. Dog makes. Yeah, it didn't happen to me for sure. That train sequence went by smoothly. Well, good for you. Yeah. Um, What'd you think of the villain? I liked it. I mean, I didn't. He wasn't that complicated, but he didn't really need to be. I liked the performance of the dude. And I liked the way that Nadine talked about him. I like that. You know, the best thing that this game does, and it's what Naughty Dog does really well, is that, like when characters are walking around, they're giving exposition. So you know, while you're exploring, they're talking to each other and you get to know them a little better. So Nadine already had a history with the villain. And so she would talk about him in a way that gave him more dimension. So I like the idea that he was this really dangerous dude, but he, when he approaches you, he's like very soft spoken mm -hmm. and he's wears these glasses. And she even says, she's like, I don't even know if he needs them. I think it's just an affectation to like make him seem less imposing yeah. or dangerous. Uh -huh. Um, so I like I like that he kind of is like this lion in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Like, Cuz he gets pretty fucking dastardly by the end and he he's like an incredible fucking fighter. Yeah. Like it takes the both of Chloe and Nadine to take him out. Um and Nadine ain't no fucking chump when it comes to fighting. Yep. That was one thing I liked about this game is that like the fight like when you do melee stuff with Chloe and Nadine like they are professional fighters and like you know, I was so used to Nate and Sully and Sam just, like, being very no-nonsense, kind of, like, fumbling through a fight. They're just, like, they're very Indiana Jones-like, where they're just punching. Yeah. And they, um, but Chloe and Nadine are very, ex or very obviously experienced fighters. Uh -huh. um, I like the way they move. It's very elegant. Uh, so, they're like, the fight scenes with the villain... Um, and his like motivations are very simple, and they made sense or whatever. But the, I don't know. I, they I never were, they were stupid at the end. I don't yeah. know. I it fell apart for me at the end. Like any coolness that oh sorry motorcycle flying down the street. Okay. Any uh any coolness that I thought he had, like he just kind of they turned him into just a guy with a bomb at the end. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, he was just trying to start a civil war. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, I, I know, like, I, I know, it's uncharted, but like the, yeah. it's. I just was hoping for something a little different. Oh, well. Yeah. I I could see that. I mean, I could see people being on both sides of it. I yeah. don't, I didn't care. Like he had a motivation and it was simple and it made sense, you know, and that's yeah. all I really need. Um, you know, it's not like man of steel where, or sorry, Batman V Superman, where I don't even know what Lex Luthor wants in that movie. Mm -hmm. It's very clear what the villain of this, the Sav wants. He just yeah. inside civil war. Um, yeah, so. but I don't know. Bomb on a train. Yep. Never I mean, seen that before. The... Sure, but it's like Uncharted is full of those moments. They're just action moments from movies. This one's just before. a little blunt. Sure. But, um, you know, that's cool. Like you said, you can see it from both sides. It just that that didn't sit well with me. 
the 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 fight between the three of them I didn't enjoy. Um, mm. It just felt like very video gamey, mm. and you know the game has these you know they have these big cinematic moments where like you end up getting knocked off the train and you land on something and you have to like climb back while Nadine is fighting him in the background. Yeah. And then like you get in there and it's just like these very stiff looking animated punches that just look weird. I don't know. It's just, Oh really? I thought I didn't love it. Like that to me. Um, I thought it was pretty smooth, like as smooth as it can be when you're trying to do, uh, timed presses like that. Um, it was. I mean, it was no. I don't think it was any worse than the the last fight in the end of four, where you had to like sword fight with the dude. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was cool. It, mostly, I, I like the sense of like girl power, like that Chloe and Nadine were working together. Yeah. And they fucked this dude up. That's fine. Yeah. But it felt stiff animation wise. It felt very stiff. Yeah. Just like that sword fight you said. You know, I don't know for a studio that has such like wonderful fluid movements, it it stood out to me personally, but yeah, I can't nitpick this thing too much. I honestly had three problems with it and that was it. So what were your other problems? Well, I told you I had the frame rate slow down. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the fight. Uh, the Mm -hmm. villain fell apart at the end to me personally. Um, and that was really it. Not not too much, yep. you know. To get through an entire game and only have a couple things that, you know, you didn't like is, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. What did you think of? Uh, what did you think of Chloe and Nadine together? Uh I like them a lot. Um, yeah. Again, like I I like that that Chloe sort of is the one that it's almost like Nadine felt okay not being such a hard ass. Mm-hmm. Like as the game goes on, she just like lets her guard down a little more and I feel like Chloe did like a very subtle job of letting that happen. Yeah. Um their you know their ba- their banter was great, the back and forth was great. I bought the animosity when it was there. I bought like, you know, the fun moments when they were there. Mm-hmm. Um and I like that as the story progresses, just when they're really starting to click, then Sam shows up and yeah. Nadine's like, last time she saw Sam, she was trying to kill him essentially. So yeah. that puts a wedge between their relationship. Um, obviously, we saw it coming that that uh, Chloe didn't tell her about Sam because it yeah. creates like narrative, you know, it creates tension. So they get to have their little fracture or their little tiny falling out in the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is what it is. But um, when they come back together, it's it's pretty great to see the three of them working together. Uh, I really yeah. enjoyed the helicopter sequence. Yep. Um, that was fun. So, yeah, there were, all the set pieces and sequences were incredible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when Sam comes back in, his chemistry with the other two actors is great. Like the the three of them, their banter back and forth. Yep. Especially like in the first when they're not getting along is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um and then and then when they do get along, like it they go out of their way to make it make sense. Like where Nadine's like, fine, I'll deal with him, you know. Um 
and by the time you get to the end and they're on the train tracks together, like it's believable that Nadine's cool with Sam at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Like um, they just survived something that's bigger than their bullshit. And they're just, yeah. you know, it's like, ah, whatever. I like, yeah, you don't buy that. They like each other, but you buy that they don't have a problem with each other anymore and that they're just yeah. okay to be in that moment. But yeah, yeah, Troy Baker was great. I love the sunglasses bit. How he just took the guy's sunglasses and like wore them for a while until he busted his ass and then just fucking broke them. Yeah. And he was like kind of visibly sad when his sunglasses yeah. broke. They're all yeah. very subtle. I mean, he's the guy does this for a living. I would say is second only to Nolan North as far as his video game acting chops. He is uh, he's pretty good. And Naughty Dog doing their physical mocap, you know, even better. Um, yeah. I love that they get to act out all their scenes together. It's it's great, and it really comes across in the product that you get. Mm-hmm. You yeah. buy that they're I... in the same space. It's not static. It's a little dynamic, the way they move within the moments, talking to each other. It's great. Yeah, the the great thing about that is them doing the mocap uh, on a stage together is that there's a lot of improv moments too. Mm-hmm. So I think at the end, I saw Troy Baker tweeted out that at the end when – Nadine hits him and he drops a cigarette. That was improv. Yeah. He didn't, he actually had a cigarette in his mouth when they were acting Uh and he dropped it. Uh, and then added that little scene, that little line where he's like, ah, my cigarette. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So where do you think Uncharted's going to go from here? I think it'll take a break for a while, to be honest. Um, I think this was a litmus test to see that the series can go beyond Nate and Sully. Uh, as long as, there's the formula of your hero character and it, it ha- they have to have relationships and interactions with side mm-hmm. characters. Um, as long as they're charming and getting along well and they're written well. Uh, I think the series can star any character. I think clearly it's going in a direction of his daughter is going to be yeah. the main character um, in the future. But I think the series takes a couple of years, a couple of years off, especially with uh the news of Bruce Straley leaving Naughty Dog. Yeah, so he that was today that was announced. And what was mm-hmm. his involvement with the Uncharted games? Was it directing or like co-directing? Uh, he worked on two. I don't think he was a director on that one, but on four he was co-director with uh, Neil Druckmann. Yeah, and I think four was the one that broke him, and he's like, I gotta do something else. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's you know that studio. The it's it's like they're. Their gift and their curse is that they can make such a great IP. But what happens mm-hmm. when you make a great IP for a company like Sony? You have to go mm-hmm. make that thing again. Um, yeah. Which, you know, when it comes to world building, it's like, well, you have a lot to play around with. I remember when they announced they were doing a sequel to Last of Us, I was kind of, I was like, I don't want that. I had my story. This is my, and it still is, like my, the, my favorite game I've ever played. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want another one. Uh, but fuck it give me give me give me more last of us i don't care like i I love the people let's see what we can do with it and i could see how that schedule could burn someone out um when you're putting out games like this yeah and some people in in that industry and in the film industry as well you could see they need to flex their muscles and do something different so yeah Yeah, i think he's probably gonna go do something smaller Um... i mean how how many artists, whether they're or writers for comics, 
you know, just get to a point where they're like, ah, I got to step away from this big Marvel or DC stuff and the money's good, but then they can go create something for image and make it a passion and make, yeah, and they you know, it. create our own, you know, it's like, you gotta, it's like going to make an indie film. So I don't blame yeah. them. Yeah. But I feel like Naughty Dog is smart enough and the quality and their standards are so high that yes, it will be missed, but you know, the studios, it's not like losing the only good person in the studio. Like there's, they're going to be fine. Yeah. 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 So for sure. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say about lost legacy before we head off here? Uh, no, I liked it. It was good. Um, it was fun. It was a great way to kill the last week between whatever I was doing and Destiny 2. What was I doing? I played a lot of Zelda this summer. So mm-hmm. um, just as I was getting to the end of the Zelda story, which I still haven't beaten, but I did all the main stuff before it. I was like, damn it, I've got like another week until uh, until Destiny comes out. And I, I still need to play Horizon but yeah. I don't have enough time to beat it. And then Uncharted came out and that was like the perfect thing that tied me over. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, you can pick it up and beat it. You know, you said it's like eight to 10 hours, depending on how much exploring you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could beat it in a few good sittings and like have a great time. And not a lot of yeah. games are just make you feel like you watched like a, a really fun fast and furious movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Two thumbs. I don't. I don't give thumbs. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot too. I think it's just as good as any of the Uncharted games. As as just as good as two. Just as good as two. I would say, if I had to rank them, one is at the very bottom. Yes. Yes. Uh, three is the best. Mm Hmm. I think. I think uh, Lost Legacy is right there behind three, uh, then two, then four. I think, I don't know. I mean, I've always had trouble picking between three and two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Th- those two are on the top of my list, followed by, I don't know. Actually, like I think two and three are tied, and I think four and Lost Legacy are tied. Um, yeah. they were different experiences. I didn't. I don't... What was the last thing you said? You kind of cut out there. Sorry, I was saying. Um, like I don't. I like them both for different reasons, but about the same. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Cool. Good yeah, game. Good stuff indeed. Go get it. Right. Oh, yes, highly recommended. <sighs> All right. So you think we're going to be back to do a Destiny Two episode one day? Surely, yeah. Yeah. As soon as we get that raid out of the way, do some Nightfall shit. Oh, beat that story. We're I'm pumped to do to Nightfall. I'm pumped to do yeah. Nightfall. There's like a weapon quest you can do in a Nightfall to get a, a really cool sidearm that I want to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, gotta do it. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. And again, yes, this has been the Keith Richards ep- uh, edition. edition of <laughs> Chattisfaction. 
hit us up at the usual spots, you know, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Twitter at the Dove oh. Shack. No one tweets me. Yeah, that's cool though. I love you anyway. <laughs> uh, and tune in next time. All right. Oh, Chewy. Goddamn bitch. Bitch. <laughs>